Well, this is one of my favorite shows of the year. Welcome in. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. We cover the Big 12 Conference from top to bottom, and we are just over a week away from getting the Big 12 football season started. I don't know about you, but week zero does nothing for me. I don't care. I'm going to be at the pool with the kids this weekend. Uh, I'm not going to be engaged. I mean, I'll flip on some college football, but I'm not locked in. Week one is next week. That's what matters, baby. So every year I do this, if you're new to the show, whether you're one of our radio affiliates, you're on the podcast, you're on YouTube, I, I do this every year. The last couple of weeks before the season starts, I share with you my dream Big 12 football road trip. Now, I do it with a catch. I don't just give you the best Big 12 game of the week and just go to that game. I do it in a different way. That way, there's a little more strategy to putting together the road trip. It would be easy to go through the schedule and say, here are the best games every week. This is the dream Big 12 football road trip. But no, 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 no. That's too easy. I do it like this. I put together my Big 12 football dream road trip with a caveat. I can only go to a Big 12 stadium once. You heard that right. I can only go to a Big 12 stadium once. So I can't go back to fill in the blank school several times. Now, it always worked out uh, because, you know, when there were 10 teams in the league, I would go to 10 different games at 10 different stadiums, and then I would pick a couple of bonus places. So it was always, I had to go to every stadium at least once. That was really the caveat. It wasn't only going once, it was going to at least every stadium once. And it worked out great. Now we got 14 teams in 13 weeks. So what do you do? I can't go to one stadium. And my attitude was, if I'm going to put together a dream Big 12 football road trip, well, I'm not going to go to Texas or OU. One of the two. There's 13 weeks. I got 14 teams. So I'm skipping either Texas or OU. I'm going to roll through my dream Big 12 football road trip for the upcoming season. Start week one, go from there, and by the end, you'll know which Big 12 stadium I'm not going to this season. So thanks for joining us. As always, we appreciate you being here. So let's start week one in my theoretical scenario of a Big 12 football road trip, a dream road trip for the upcoming season. And by the way, this is not happening because I would end up divorced by the end of the season. And I love my wife and my two daughters way too much for that. But if I was, you know, single and uh, looking for a good time, this would be the dream road trip. All right. Week one, I'm doing TCU, Colorado. I, right out of the gates, I get a current Big 12 team, of course, against a future Big 12 team. Also a current Big 12 team against a former Big 12 team. I get Deion Sanders' first game as head coach at Colorado. I get TCU fresh off a trip to a national championship game. First time a Big 12 team has done that in the college football playoff era. Now, it's going to be 125 degrees probably in Fort Worth for that game, but I don't care. I'm doing TCU Colorado for so many reasons. That feels like the best way to start the dream Big 12 football road trip. So that's week one, TCU Colorado, ton of storylines there. Week two, Baylor against Utah. Another interesting game because it's a non-conference game this year that will be a conference game if it's played in 2024 and beyond. So that right out of the gates is like, all right, this is pretty cool. It's a non-con, but in a year if this game is played, it will be a conference game. I like it. 
Utah comes in as a preseason top 15 team. And yes, it's also going to be a million degrees in Waco for that game. So I probably should have started up north or somewhere else uh, to begin the season. But once again, you got to strategically put this together. And for me, this game is going to tell us a lot about what Dave Aranda's got for us. Dave Aranda has kind of had this very interesting roller coaster season. Starts off, goes over in Big 12 play, or what? One in, he won one Big 12 game that first season, taken over after Matt Rule. Then he wins a Big 12 championship. Then last year, with all the expectations in the world, and boy, there were a lot, I think a lot of us had him at least in the Big 12 championship game, if not winning the Big 12, they completely fall flat last season. Lost some close games, but let's be honest, they fell pretty flat last year. So what is in store in year four for Dave Aranda? This is not a make-or-break game for them in week two against Utah, but it's one of those games that at least gives you an idea as to what Baylor is going to look like this season. And if they're a team to keep an eye on and a sneaky potential contender, of which more than half the league is going to think it should be a contender, or if it's going to be a team that just sits again in the middle of the pack. So that's what week two is about for Baylor and Utah. So, you know, theoretically in this Dream Big 12 football road trip, I would be in Waco for that one. Then week three, backyard brawl, baby. In Morgantown, second straight year this game is being played. Sign me up. Last year was a great game in Pittsburgh between these two teams. And this year it's in Morgantown. I ain't missing that. I mean, I've tailgated in Morgantown, and this is going to be next level tailgating in Morgantown. Either because West Virginia is going to have itself an incredible night and get a win, or because they're going to be drinking away their sorrows and Neil Brown's going to be, you know, hoping to get to Halloween. I don't know which way it's going to go, but I know I don't want to miss it. So that game week three, West Virginia versus Pitt in the backyard brawl coming back after it returned last season is going to be epic. And that is going to be an incredible scene, especially before the game in Morgantown. Oh, my goodness, they're going to start tailgating 48 hours before kickoff. Uh, for that one. It's going to be a heck of an atmosphere, and I wouldn't miss that. And it's going to tell us a lot, by the way, about Neil Brown's future. If Neil Brown pulls off an upset, right, in the backyard brawl, and suddenly West Virginia's a team there, you're like, maybe there's something interesting going on here. Now, remember the non-con. He's got Penn State, seventh-ranked Penn State, on the road to start the season. I mean, goodness gracious. Then Duquesne. Then you got the backyard brawl. If Neil Brown is 2-1, and one, you feel very good about things and his job prospects going forward. If he's 1-2 and two, and he gets embarrassed at State College and he loses the backyard brawl in convincing fashion at home, uh, Halloween, I mean, forget that. Neil Brown's going to be lucky to see the calendar flip to October in Morgantown. So that's why that's a must-be-at game week three at the Backyard Brawl. Week four, we're going to Cincinnati. We're staying on the east side of Big 12 country, skipping from Morgantown to Cincinnati for the short road trip, watching the Bearcats open up Big 12 play against the Oklahoma Sooners. Nippert Stadium is going to be rocking for that one, their first Big 12 game, plus it's OU. OU's obviously just like Texas, going to get everybody's best shot. And that is going to be a very fun environment week four of the Big 12 football season. Next up, as we talk about this dream Big 12 football road trip for the 2023 season. Week five, Texas Tech in Houston. 
It's an old Southwest Conference matchup in Lubbock. Dana Holgerson takes Houston on the road for the first time in Big 12 play against the Red Raiders, who have very high expectations this season. And here's a great little uh, storyline in the game. Donovan Smith just named the starting quarterback for the Houston Cougars. Former Texas Tech quarterback going up against his old team. He was there last year, of course. He played a lot the last two, three seasons. Transferred out, went to Houston, won the starting job. And now it's going to be Donovan Smith back in his old stomping grounds. And Dana Holgerson taking Houston on the road for the first time in Big 12 play. And Dana Holgerson, you know, I know he's tight with all the uh, folks down there at Houston. But I don't think Dana's got a free ride. I mean, they're in the Big 12, but they expect Dana to win. And Dana's big thing when he left West Virginia was, well, I don't have the access to players, um, facilities, everything else. I mean, he just kind of said, I can't win big consistently at West Virginia. He thought he could at Houston. Well, now he's in the big boys leagues. He's in the Big 12 Conference. He's paid to now win in this league. That's what he's paid to do. And if Dana starts off Big 12 play on the road and gets a win at Texas Tech against a Joey McGuire-led team that people think could be a dark horse in college football, it's a great way to start for Dana. And that would be a very big win for him out of the gates. Week six, I've got Iowa State at home the TCU. So remember, how I'm doing this is I have to go to each Big 12 stadium at least once. I can't do it this year in this theoretical road trip because there's 14 teams in 13 weeks. So I'm skipping either OU or Texas. That only seems fair. So week six, I'm going to Iowa State to take on TCU. First off, early October in Ames is one of the most beautiful places in the entire Big 12 conference. And I'm also selfishly admitting this here. So I say that. I love you, Iowa State fans. And then I'm also going to say, on the other hand, this season might be unraveling very quickly by early October. So if I'm going to go to Ames, I want to get there on the early side. I don't want to be there in November when the stadium's, you know, 25% empty and uh, the wind chill's whipping down from Minnesota at 25 miles an hour. I, you know... If I thought Iowa State was going to compete, I'd wait till November to go to Ames because it's special that time of year too. But based on how I think this year is going to go, I want to be in Ames when the weather's beautiful. That's important to me. As for this matchup, the last two games on either side have been blowouts. TCU blew out Iowa State last year. Iowa State blew out TCU under Jerry Kill two years ago. But in the three matchups prior, or in the five, yeah, in the three matchups prior, they've had a bunch of touchdown or less games. Three of the last five games have been decided by a touchdown or less. So let's see how this game plays out. Meantime, week seven, we're going to Houston. Houston in week seven for this theoretical dream Big 12 road trip. It's a Thursday night matchup against West Virginia. That's right. Dana Holgerson taking on his former team, the Mountaineers. So this has a ton of compelling storylines to it. Where is Neil Brown at this point in the season? How hot is his seat? Could this be Neil Brown's last game at West Virginia? I mean, think about that for a second. It's not impossible, right? If Neil Brown gets slow out of the gates, he loses to Penn State, loses to Pittsburgh, and, you know, then on national TV, he because Big 12 play starts off for West Virginia, Texas Tech and TCU, and then Houston. 
It's entirely possible. I hope this is not the case. I'm rooting for Neil Brown. It's entirely possible Neil Brown goes into that Houston game with a 1-4 record. If he falls to 1-5 and loses to Dana Holgerson, and there's no love lost there between the Mountaineer faithful and Dana Holgerson, and it's like some lopsided 42-17 to game on Thursday night football, I mean, Neil Brown might get the Lane Kiffin treatment. He may not make it home from the tarmac. I hope he doesn't. Seems like a great guy, good family man. I'm, I'm just being realistic about what the options might be here. So Dana Holgerson hosting his former team on Thursday night. I'm not missing that one in week seven. Week eight, Kansas State and TCU. It's time to head north. And these are two teams that obviously met in the Big 12 championship game last season. So it's a Big 12 title game rematch in Manhattan. And if you recall, they played a couple of great games. I mean, the regular season game, K-State blew a 28-10 lead in Fort Worth and lost 38-28. And then, of course, the Cats got revenge in the Big 12 championship game at AT AT&T Stadium and won the conference title. So now we get the third meeting in two seasons. I'm not missing that. Not that I'm predicting that these two teams will meet again in the Big 12 championship. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't believe that to be the case. Regardless of that, it's a good matchup. They play great games, and I don't want to miss it. Week 8, Kansas State versus TCU is what I've got in that one. Week 9, as we head through the season, Kansas versus Oklahoma. It's a short road trip, Manhattan to Lawrence, Week 9. And remember two years ago, it was KU who almost pulled off the huge upset against Lincoln Riley Sooners before OU came back to seal the win. But that was Lance Leipold's first year, and you felt like, geez, we might have something here with this guy. This is going to be fun. So this is the last time KU and OU will play for likely many seasons. So let's see. Let's see, right, if Lance Leipold has a little late-season magic in him. These are two classic Big 8 teams going way back. It's sad that they're not going to be playing each other anymore. We understand the way of the future in college sports. KU, OU, in Lawrence, sneaky game. Sooners might be overlooking it. And Lance Leipold is going to have those guys so jacked up. And that crowd, I believe in Lawrence, is going to be rocking as well for that game. So uh, in week nine, in this theoretical Big 12 dream road trip, I'm going to find myself in Lawrence as the Jayhawks take on the Sooners. Week 10, Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma. That's right, Bedlam for the last time. And, well, I'll put it this way. For as long as Mike Gundy is coaching at Oklahoma State, this is the last Bedlam matchup i got to imagine. Uh, Mike Gundy, if you missed it, we wrote a lot about it over the summer. He has no intentions of playing OU once they leave for the SEC. And he Clearly blames OU for that, and by the way, he should. He's right. So this is the last Bedlam game for likely a very long time, sad to say. It is in Stillwater. It is going to be one of the most incredible environments of the entire college football season, and there's no way I would miss that one. So when I'm putting together this schedule, and it's like I've got to go to each Big 12 stadium, This is one that you work the schedule around. There was no way I was going to miss Bedlam and uh, not be there week 10 for Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. So that is going to be an incredible atmosphere, and I wouldn't miss it for anything. 
So that's obviously the go-to game in Week 10. Mike Gundy taking on the Sooners. We know the struggles he's had over his career against OU. Um, can he end it on a high note? I don't know what the season's going to look like at that point for either team. It wouldn't shock me if there are Big 12 implications, Big 12 title implications for both teams. But even if there aren't, even if both teams are having mediocre years, uh, this is going to be incredible, incredible drama for the final Bedlam in Stillwater coming up uh, this season. So that's the Week 10 game I would go to. Week 11, final month of the season. Week 11, I'm going UCF and Oklahoma State. It's time to get down to Florida, baby. It's mid-November. Get a break from the Midwest uh, winter or fall turning to winter. And get down to Orlando. Maybe I'll squeeze in around the golf. How's that sound? Let's be honest. How many of you guys are going to do road trips, guys trips to UCF road games for your Big 12 team? <laughs> I know you're going to do it. It's, it's cool. I mean, you should be doing it. When my kids are a little older, I'll probably be doing it too. But uh, UCF, Oklahoma State. Who knows? In the unpredictable Big 12, it would not shock me one bit if there is some type of um, Big 12 championship game implications for this one. Not that either team's going to win the title, but if this just plays a role in the outcome of the Big 12 season, it wouldn't shock me one bit. So I was saving UCF for late in the season. I don't feel like you know dealing with 90 degrees uh, and that humidity in September or October. So that's when I'm going to UCF for the first time. Week 12, we go UCF, and then we go cross-country to BYU. The Cougars taking on the Sooners. It's a team that will likely play OU this one time and then not again for years, if ever. The BYU home crowd is incredible. We saw that on display last year when Baylor went to Provo. I'm expecting that on steroids for this BYU-Oklahoma game, regardless of how the BYU football season is going. And, um, woo, boy, snow-capped mountains in the background, sign me up. I'm going to golf at UCF. I'll go to BYU and bring my skis, even though I don't ski. I'll learn how to ski, try not to break an arm, and uh, it will be a heck of a time in Week 12. And then we go to Week 13. There's two places I have not been yet in this dream Big 12 football road trip for the upcoming season. Texas and Oklahoma. As I told you, there's 13 weeks, there's 14 teams. Somebody's got to be left out. So I figured, well, I'm going to leave out Texas or OU. That seems only fair. They're leaving, so I'll leave one of them out. Well, I'm leaving out OU because in week 13, I've got to go to Austin. We're on Black Friday. Texas will be playing Texas Tech. And here we go. Last game of the regular season for both teams, Black Friday. I believe there will be Big 12 championship game implications in this game. Both these teams have expectations of reaching and potentially winning a Big 12 championship. And you know as well as I do, those Texas Tech players who always have a chip on their shoulder when they play Texas – if they have the extra added bonus of this being the last time Texas Tech plays Texas for who knows how many years, and there's Big 12 championship implications for either team, ho, 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 ho. just watch. Just wait to see how fascinating that game is. Joey McGuire, lifelong Texan, 
high school coach, worked his way through the ranks at Baylor, becomes the head man at Texas Tech, even if Tech doesn't have the season some of us think that they can have, and they're out of the Big 12 title race, but Texas is in the race. Could you imagine Texas Tech, last game against Texas for who knows how many years, with a chance to knock UT out of the Big 12 title game? Oh my goodness, I'm not missing that. I am not, no way am I missing that. So I'm going to Austin for the final week of the regular season, Texas versus Texas Tech. There you go. There is the dream Big 12 football road trip for the upcoming 2023 season. I'm Pete Mundo, and then, of course, the Big 12 championship game to wrap it up. Uh, Landon writes here on YouTube Live, Pete, don't forget about Disney World. Yeah, if I'm going to UCF, I'm not, I'm not taking the kids on the first trip. All right? Come on now. But, yes, I won't forget about Disney World. <laughs> I won't be doing that. Uh, Pete, I would love to see KU get one last win over the Sooners. Definitely going to be a tall order. Uh, you're right. I, it is going to be a tall order. I'm not predicting any wins necessarily out of the gates for KU in that one. Parker, West Virginia's looking the best they have since 18. If they can stay injury-free, I agree that's entirely possible. Ta- entirely possible. So uh, there is so much that's going to be fascinating about the Big 12 this season, and we are just a couple of weeks away from it all getting underway. We so appreciate you guys being here. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube and on the podcast. And as always, you know the drill. And if you haven't done it yet, the season starts in two weeks. Now is the time to do it. Leave that five-star rating and review on iTunes. We'll get you the free Heartland College Sports Koozie. And um, just send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. i got a bunch of koozies i got to send out this week. Now is the time. It takes 30 seconds. It would mean the world to me if you would do it. So thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you soon. ton of content up at the site at heartlandcollegesports.com. Take care.